Welcome to the Curate Your Life podcast with Demetria, where we focus on curating the life you've been dreaming of, one goal at a time. Hey y'all, I am on location in Wisconsin, and it has been snowing here for several days. It is so pretty. I love it. It's gorgeous. I'm from Texas. This is not a normal thing for me. So I think it snowed Monday, probably four or five inches, and then another day, a few inches, and then Friday overnight to Saturday. Well, Friday, it snowed pretty much all day. And today, it's Saturday that I'm recording this, and it is still snowing a little bit outside, but the sun's starting to come out. Things are starting to let up. I think they are predicting that the snowfall will be over midday later on today. But I have been working here in my lovely guest room at my friend's home, and I have a window right here that looks out to the neighbor's house and their yard and their driveway. And there's been a lot of activity because with this amount of snow, they have to clear the streets and the driveways and the sidewalks and things like that. Now, if I were home in Texas and this were going on, we'd be shut down. Actually, it kind of is. They're getting ready for a big cold front, maybe some precip. And if it dips below 32 and we have any type of precipitation, we're done. We are staying at home. A friend posted on Facebook the shelves in the grocery store. They're empty because evidently us Texans need all the supplies in case, you know, while we have to sit inside for two days to let the temperatures get back to normal. Anyway, I'm in Wisconsin. They're equipped for it. They know what to do. They handle it better. And so I was sitting here yesterday, yesterday was Friday and it was the big snow day, snowed all day, but I was sitting here and I noticed that our friend next door, I'm at my best friend's house and we have friends that live next door. Our friend next door was out snow blowing and clearing his driveway and his sidewalk. But as he was going, the snow was still coming down pretty heavy and had I not been paying attention and knew and watching him like snow blow, shovel, let's say shovel because snow blowing is going to, it's going to be, I'm going to say that a lot, but clearing a path like on the driveway, had I not been watching him and understanding what he was doing, if I just looked out there, it would have looked like he hadn't really done anything because the snow was coming down and covering what he was doing pretty much right away. Not Now, he probably started, it was probably about three inches of snow, and as he was clearing, it would just cover, right? You couldn't see their driveway. You couldn't see the sidewalk. So he did the driveway. He did the sidewalk. He came back. He did the driveway again. He was probably out there for an hour, and he just kept clearing and blowing the snow away as it was coming down. And I thought about it, and like, you know, Somebody might think, why not wait until it stops snowing to do that? But had he waited, it would have piled up and it would have been 12 inches or more. And it would have been so hard because evidently this is wet, heavy snow. It's not the fluffy stuff. And it would have been just a lot harder to clear that out, to 
blow that away. So he went out there knowing that it was still snowing and he was going to have to do it again probably a couple of times yesterday and he was out here first thing this morning doing it again and I had another friend comment on a picture that I posted of the snow he lives not far from here and he said he had been out three times yesterday and this is about midday or late afternoon he had been out three times yesterday to clear his driveway and sidewalks and stuff like that so I thought about this and how it relates to life and the things we want to do and if we wait and to address a problem or to do something that we want or to make a change it just gets harder so that's why he was out there shoveling and snow blowing and doing the things as the snow was coming down because he knew if he waited it was just going to pile up and it was going to be harder to deal with when the time came right when it, when the when the snow stopped which was hadn't even stopped yet but we do that in life we let things pile up we bury our heads in the snow for today instead of in the sand but we bury our heads and we ignore the problems and we ignore what's going on until we can't ignore them anymore. And we make it so much harder on ourselves than if we had just started to begin with or taken a step when we started to notice the problem or when we started to think about things like weight you know you know that you're gaining weight you know that you want to lose weight but you're not you don't you put it off and you don't think about it until nothing in your closet fits until you need to go to a wedding and the dress that you have doesn't fit until a special occasion comes up until you can't take it anymore right we ignore and we put it off and we kind of bury our heads until you can't ignore it anymore. We do it with finances, right? We know that we need to stop spending. We know that we need to pay down debt. We know that we need to get control of things, but we ignore it until you can't ignore it anymore, until your debt's out of control, until they're calling until they're repossessing things, you know, until it gets really uncomfortable. And I think part of it is doubt, fear, uncertainty. It's going to be hard to face things, but when you put it off longer, it just makes it harder to deal with when you, when you have to. So, and think about it, when you're doing that, when you're ignoring it, you may not be facing it, but you are still thinking about it. It's still churning inside. It's still not easy because of all the thoughts that are running through your brain about it. And it's almost as if you're putting in as much energy, if not more, and ignoring and hiding and using other things to buffer, you know, vegging in front of the TV, spacing out, scrolling on your phone, being in somebody else's life and somebody else's business instead of dealing with your own, hiding in the pantry, 
hiding in the wine fridge, you know, all of those things that you're using to dull and to buffer and to soothe emotions that come up instead of facing the problem. Whereas when you stop and assess the situation, like he knew it was going to snow. He knew he had about three inches, but you know, if you went out there and started, it would be less to deal with later. So maybe, I don't know what he decided. I haven't talked to him, but maybe he decided, you know what, I'm just going to spend an hour and I'm going to clear as much as I can now. And then I'll go back outside later when I have another two, three inches and I'll spend an amount of time and clear as much as I can then. So then at least Saturday today, I'm not looking at 10, 12 inches of snow to deal with. So when you assess the situation and you're like, okay, let's say finances, like I have credit card debt or I need a budget. Like, okay, if I look at what I'm bringing in and I look at what's going out, just that first step of awareness gives you control. But when you don't know what's going out versus what you're bringing in and how that lines up, you can't do anything about it, right? If you see that you have a whole lot more going out than you're bringing in, then the answer may be you may decide to get a part-time job. You may decide to slash your spending, cut your spending. I shouldn't be dramatic. Let's say slash. You may decide that you don't need all the streaming services. You don't need the gym membership. You can walk. You can cook more at home. You can make those decisions from a place of power and not from desperation, right? When you stop and look at the situation, when you notice that your pants are feeling a little tight, you can make the decision maybe to move more, maybe to get more veggies into your diet maybe cut down to one or two desserts a week, whatever, to start to control your weight before the pants don't fit at all. Like face the fact that, okay, they're a little bit tight. What can I do? What steps can I take to lose weight, to fit into the pants so I don't get to the situation where they don't fit and the other pairs of pants don't fit and I'm standing in the closet on Monday morning with nothing to wear to work. Another example is think about the house. Think about when you've let the house get out of control and you have it dusted or vacuumed or just general upkeep and all of a sudden you have company coming and you have to do it all. When, you know, had you just kind of kept up the maintenance and done the kind of weekly chores or daily chores, then that task of cleaning and prepping for somebody coming over wouldn't be so big. Like it's doing the dishes daily, making sure they don't pile up. It's running the vacuum every now and then. Instead of having to do a whole house clean because Aunt Martha's coming for a visit. But it's being willing to be uncomfortable, which you're already probably uncomfortable thinking about it and pushing it down and letting it build up inside as opposed to being uncomfortable facing it, feeling the emotions that go with it, 
dealing with what comes up, dealing with the self-talk of I should have or I wish I hadn't waited so long or how did I get here? Like you answer those questions, you deal with that. You sit with the uncomfortableness, you answer the questions, but don't beat yourself up. If you come at it from a place of, okay, this is where I am. This is just the facts. I can't do anything about the past, so I'm not going to beat the beat myself up about the past. I'm just going to start now, take my next best action, and move forward. If you come at it from that place and you don't pile on to the fact that you're in whatever situation with negative self-talk, it's a lot easier because I think that's one of the things that holds us back. The Now that we're facing this, we have to face ourselves and we're going to beat ourselves up about it. What would you do for a friend? Like if you had a friend who came to you and said, look, I let this situation get out of control. Would you berate them? Probably not. You'd probably ask them, okay, well, how can I support you? What do you want to do? What is your plan? Let's talk it through. So if you could do that for yourself and not pile on judgment, it would make it easier to start to take those steps, to to take action and not wait until you can't wait anymore. So think about that. If you're in a situation where you know something needs to change, but you have been hesitant to start to take the actions, sit down Give yourself some space and think about why you've been hesitating and ask yourself, what is one thing that I can do now that will start to move me toward the direction that I want, that will start to move me toward a solution? It really is that simple. I know I say that a lot. I know I just talk about the one action that you can take, but taking that one action is taking back your power and your control and you will build momentum even if it's just baby steps one baby step one day celebrate it and then the next day take your next baby step and celebrate that and I promise you before you know it there'll be bigger steps you'll be running the driveway will be clear the sidewalks will be clear and the snow will just be on the grassy knolls. They do have some hills around here. But I just, I really want you to think about that. Like, what is one thing that I can do that's going to move me toward the goal that I want or that's going to help me get past a situation that you may be in? It could just be having one piece of bread when you're out at dinner instead of two. That is an action. That is enough. That is a step in the right direction. It could be taking all of the change out of your purse. We don't really use cash anymore, but taking all the change out of your purse and starting to put it in a change jar. Or it could be setting up a savings account and sending $5 a week or $20 a month. It's a start and you have got to start somewhere and you need something to build on. So think about that. 
I did a live about this on Instagram the other day and I just, I thought procrastination kills our dreams. And I think I did a story on that, but it really does. It, it's a slow killing, a slow slaughtering of our dreams, procrastination. You wait and you wait and you wait and nothing happens. And either nothing happens and you're stagnant, which is bad, or nothing is happening and the problem somewhere is getting worse, which is bad. So just ask yourself, what is one step? What is one action I can take towards the life I want, the goals I want, towards solving a problem that I have? Because I heard a friend of mine say the other day that later equals never. So whatever you're doing later is probably not going to happen. Do it now. If you need help taking action or help seeing how the baby steps that you take will lead to big results, schedule a consultation with me. I'm happy to talk you through it. The link to schedule is in the show notes. Until next time.